Hello and welcome to the Cat Maste Chronicles podcast. We have exciting, interesting and powerful stories from pet owners about their projects, businesses and ventures. I'm your host, Michelle Adams, founder of Chatty Cats Care, London's professional cat sitting company. Join me as I dive deep into conversation with pet owners to chat about their individual journeys and of course, their beloved pets. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Hello and welcome to episode 41 of the Cat Maste Chronicles. This week we are joined by Thomas Gudgeon. Tom is the owner of a sweet kitten called Nidal. Just like so many others during the lockdown, Tom decided to make a spontaneous purchase in the form of a sweet black and white kitten who happens to resemble celebrities like Johnny Depp and Borat. This is due to his cute little moustache. This pandemic has been difficult for so many people, especially those who've been furloughed or made redundant. This is the harsh reality for so many people, including Tom. But since Nigel came into his life, they have been on so many adventures together in Nigel's cat backpack and they haven't looked back since. This is a true love story and I can't wait to hear all about it. So without further ado, thank you so much for joining us on the show today, Tom. I've introduced you a little bit and um, told listeners a little bit about Nigel. But if you could tell us a little bit more about yourself, that would be amazing. Hi there. Yeah. Good morning, Michelle. Morning. You well? Yes, very well. Thank you. Good, good. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm Tom. Uh, I'm 30. I was an events manager, um, a sales and events manager for a, a boutique hotel group. Slight backstep um, when COVID hit and uh, COVID ruined ruined the hospitality industry, basically. So um, I, I unfortunately got made redundant in September last year. Um, but uh, staying positive. Um, yeah. And I've, yeah, staying positive. And I picked up a picked up a bit of a temporary job at the moment just to keep me going. Um, but uh, yeah, I just bought bought Nigel in lockdown, basically, because uh, he's he's boosted boosted my uh my positivity basically oh no definitely that cats all animals do that like they're just amazing mm. yeah we're going to talk about Nigel a little bit more uh, later on in the show um but for now let's talk about life before Nigel which I'm sure seems like a distant memory now like for so many of us because this lockdown has been crazy but you said you worked as an events account manager for a luxury boutique hotel. What was the day-to-day like for you? Yeah, so um, I, w- I was the main point of contact for our for our clients. And I mainly looked after high-end corporate clients, um, planning their event from start to finish. Um, and depending on what kind of event they were, were doing, I would position them into the most suitable hotel. Um, so we looked after... We looked after the Hamyard Hotel, uh, oh, the yeah. Soho Hotel, okay. uh, the Charlotte Street Hotel, Covent Garden Hotel, and a Haymarket Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were lovely. They were lovely, lovely hotels. I'm not gonna lie, they were they were absolutely stunning. Um, okay. The the owner was a an, an interior designer actually. Um, okay. So 
everything was just just immaculate um when you walk when you walked in mm. um yeah unfortunately <laughs> when covid hit no one was planning events so yeah. um it took a bit of a, a swift swift uh, side term yeah because i know like we've dipped in and out of like lockdown easing and then going back mm. into lockdown like has there been any points like in in the during the pandemic where you've kind of like got back into the flow of things and then we've got back into a lockdown or has it just been like shut completely because i i haven't really spoken yeah. to any people within like that kind of industry so it'd be interesting to know like how how it's kind of affected things in terms of yeah i mean i think so basically it, it was shut it was shut immediately um and okay. then they started opening for sort of takeaways yeah but i mean they would have literally maybe had just one or two chefs that's literally, that's probably literally it in in mm. like staff wise. So if you can imagine, just literally the whole operation is run by people. You know, lovely people in in the hospitality industry. People who people who care about hospitality. People, you know, who 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 love um, who love networking. You know, and and it's literally just shut down completely. Apps like the the main the main focus on hospitality is people. You know, it's it's. And it's literally just been absolutely snapped away from us. Yeah, no, I can imagine, especially if you're used to being in such a role where you're kind of like around people all the time. Like it's not like an isolated kind of desk job where you're sitting at a desk all day. Like your job is literally to socialise and network and be around lots of yeah. people. So it must be such a contrast to now, like, you know, then being in a lockdown and, and not be having that. Oh, it's, I mean, it's, it's literally just been a slap in the face, really, um, for many people, you know, not yeah. just, not just the hospitality industry, but for many people. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad, it's sad to see that it's actually affecting people's personalities as well, because, okay. you know, certain, certain people thrived off hospitality you know and and loved loved seeing people and that's why they do the job yeah um and now it's just been taken completely taken away from them and uh and it's just completely affect, affected their personality because you know they're currently by themselves yeah. um isolating so yeah it's it's um it's very sad to see it's very sad to see i can imagine um and and I guess yeah, like you said, it 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 does take a toll on on people's personalities, but also in terms of mental health, that must be you know quite a common thing among so many people. Like you said, not only in the hospitality industry, but in many industries right now. Um, and yeah. I think you know, it, did you ever experience any um, you know difficulties whilst you were furloughed um, and, and isolated at home? Did you have any struggles with your own mental health? Yeah, I mean, um, I'm kind of like a I'm kind of like a happy-go-lucky kind of guy, um, yeah. so I kind of like just run run with the flow. However, uh, when I so I was put on furlough to begin with with my job um, when I was at Ferndale, so I was furloughed for quite some time. Okay. And then, but then they offered me a zero hours contract, which obviously I had to decline. Um, and during that furlough period, I kind of, I kind of enjoyed it in a way. I, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie; like, there's lots of people out there who go, "Oh, I hated it, I hated it." 
I actually quite I quite enjoyed the the initial aspect of not not having any responsibility for work. Yeah, yeah. You know, w- waking up extremely late in the day um, <laughs> and uh, and and just not doing anything. I actually, you know, I was living living the life of leisure basically. Yeah. Um, for for about seven or eight months, and to be honest, I'm not gonna lie, I. I actually really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Um, like, yeah, especially yeah. if you've been so busy before, like to have yeah. like a moment, like a time to actually just relax and not think or do anything must be really relaxing. Exactly. Probably well deserved as well. <laughs> oh, it was a way yeah. Maybe maybe it was a little way of God saying, uh, you know, you you've been, de- you've been dealing with some very difficult yeah. clients, you've been working very hard. You know what? I'm gonna give you a seven month holiday. Here's a <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's true. Here's a pandemic. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, I, I actually thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed actually the, the the seven months I was furloughed. But when they when they offered me a zero hours contract, obviously I had to decline. Um, yeah. Um, mainly because I wanted to stay in London. Like I, you yeah. know, all my friends are all my friends are up here. Um, so yeah, I ended up picking up a, a delivery driver job. Um, what I thought was I thought it was going to be very temporary. Um, however, I'm still here. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I thought it was going to be a very temp job, but yeah, I'm I'm on the front line, key worker. Um, and yeah, delivering to um, delivering to people's houses with their groceries. Yeah. So um, I, I'm essentially the highlight of their day because they yeah. don't get they don't get to go out, you know they. They are waiting for the food, so I'm. I feel like I feel like I'm the uh, the everyday Santa. <laughs> That's a nice way of describing it, for sure. Mm. <laughs> no, it's true. You do get excited. Even I, you know, I do work as well. But when yeah. I get the delivery guy coming, I'm just like, yes, like I'm literally looking forward to it the whole day. <laughs> literally, like they're, they're just you got you got a few peeping toms just at the window going. Yeah, yeah. Where's my delivery? They're just waiting. They're just waiting. They're just waiting for me. Um, but yeah, I've been I've been I've been doing that for um for seven months now, just because I need obviously need money to t- money to tick in. Um, but also I just wanted to get out of the flat really because yeah. you know it's, you know it just gets very dull and you know um quite mundane, right? Very very mundane. Yeah. 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 You know, the, it's it's very repetitive doing the yes. same old walk, doing the same same old routine at home. It's just finding this job has actually it's been good, um, but I I am very like shattered from it. It's very strenuous. Yeah. It's a, a it's a it's a kind of like a hard labour job. Um, a lot of lifting. I, I I don't have to apply for a gym. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, this you is get a, the workout at work. This is a, it's literally a workout. It's literally a workout. <laughs> so, um, yeah, at least I'm, I'm, I'm saving on my gym membership. Let's put yeah, it that way. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, um, so at that, at those points when, you know, you were feeling low and it was quite repetitive, um, and it was quite mundane. Do you have any tips or advice for, you know, other people who might be going through or have been going through something similar? What did you do to yeah. kind of like get out of those, get out of that situation? Yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Like it, it's a very depressing time at the moment. Um, yeah. And I think if anyone was to say they are very happy at the moment, they are lying. 
yeah. you know, they're putting on a front. I think, I think literally the whole world currently is depressed. I think we are in a mass, mass depression at the moment because it's just the, the uncertainty of the future. Yeah. No one knows what's going on. Um, and if, any, if anyone was to say they're very happy at the moment, I think they're lying. I, you know, um, but so, you know, I've obviously it's been a bit of a roller coaster of emotions from going from being an events manager, loving my job, to delivering aubergines to the front door. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's a bit of a contrast, but yes. I, I like, like I said previously, I take every day as it comes, you know, and I don't, I think, I think if people were, if people just do that, like take, take every day as it comes, don't, don't try and don't try and think about it too much mm. um because there is a lot of uncertainty in this world with covid or not with covid you know it's you know true. even prior even prior to covid there's a lot of uncertainty in the world you you might you might unfortunately get run over you know you might have a you know any, anything can happen in the world mm-hmm. um so i think just taking every day as it comes um yeah that's that's my um that's my mentality really yeah I think that's good advice because you know like you mentioned you know COVID or not I think what we can take from this whole situation is to learn to live in the moment and kind of be grateful with kind of like you know the situation obviously it's a hard situation but then you know there there are people in really much you know worse situations than we are yeah um absolutely, absolutely. I don't, yeah. that's what I keep saying to myself you know there's 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 people out there who are who are literally struggling so much and like you know they they are nothing compared compared to what your situation is yeah 100%. um you know I, I I don't wake up in the morning and go ah oh, my life is great you know like, yeah like it's 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 not at the moment it, and I don't think anyone's life is great at the moment because they can't see family you know or well mm-hmm. they can in the garden but you know they can't <laughs> You know, they can't they can't like properly see them properly give them a hug because yeah. you know you just just don't know um so it's 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 a world of uncertainty at the moment and i think just everyone's a bit on edge everyone's a bit on edge at the moment you know they just <laughs> they're waiting for that that the next night out basically where we can yeah. all get together and, and hug each other oh can't wait <laughs> can't wait know, for those what, days to come Ah, uh, what what is, what is even a hug anymore? I can't remember. <laughs> I know, right? People are giving air hugs. I'm like, what is this? Like, I can't. Yeah, air hug. What is an air hug? Don't waft. Don't waft your air at me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You might have COVID. Yes. Don't give me a COVID hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, better times ahead. I'm trying to stay positive. It's all yeah. about the mentality, isn't it? exactly exactly you know to take every day as it comes at the moment because yeah. you, you you don't really know what's around the corner um yeah hopefully hopefully good stuff like i'm like i said trying to be positive so let's hope exactly for the good <laughs> exactly so exactly yeah um let's talk a bit about um so your delivery obviously you know we mm. know that people are happy um when when they're expecting a delivery but mm. I wanted to know if you ever meet any cute pets um, and what has oh, that been like? <laughs> I, I, I have. And I tell you what, oh. like doing, doing this, jo- doing this job um, as a, as a waitress delivery driver, I'm not gonna lie. I've seen so many 
pets really? it's ridiculous like new, new, when I say pets as in like puppies and kittens oh my God. like there are so many like I think it's pretty much every other customer I go to they've got a puppy wow. or they've got they've got a little kitten um Nigel Christ. <laughs> oh is that Nigel um yeah, Nigel's in the background. We've we've just got some new plants in the flat, and he is just attacking <laughs> them. He just Nigel's oh, attacking plants. Yeah. So we're going to see how long this plant lasts because the last plant <laughs> only the last plant only lasted about two days. Uh, oh, no. so we we bought a heavy duty giant plant. It's almost like a tree. It's yeah, like a borderline yeah. plant plus tree. Surely he can't destroy this, but yet he's trying. No, he's like in a little, right. little panther or a little um, puma or something. Just like yeah, wild. in the background right now. If I was to describe what he's doing, he's attacking it. He's literally <laughs> pouring the plant, thinking it's a game. Oh, um, hilarious! Yeah, he's yeah. Some say hilarious. Some some would say very annoying. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, deli- deli- delivering de- delivering to um delivering to the customers it's been uh it's actually been quite nice to be honest like seeing all the all the, all the new pets but do you know what do you know what i i wanted to sort of ask you as well like on your opinion um was obviously you see all these new pets you know and and all these new kittens and puppies and yes they're gorgeous you know everyone's everyone's in lockdown so they're wanting to get a pet they're wanting to get a new um you know a new animal in the house new member of the family yeah. But what happens when what happens when we all go back to normal normality and we have to go back wow. to off, yeah. offices and you know the pet the pet is obviously so used to having their yeah. owner there non-stop 24/7 and then suddenly when you know when when everything goes back to normal um you know they're going to be they're going to be left alone so it's going to be a massive shock to them I, I wanted to get kind of your opinion on what? Yeah, yeah. So, Tom, we've we've spoken about it in previous episodes, but basically, yeah. what what will happen, unfortunately, is a lot of those pets are going to have separation anxiety. Um, they are. Yeah, so they're used to having people, you know, at home. People are working from home at the moment, and they're used to having human kind of contact all the time. Um, and animals love this, and even cats. Like people think cats, wow, they're so independent. Like they don't need people, but they do. They really do. And some cats might not show it, but they do. They just love human presence, and they love people to be there. So I guess the best advice is to really get them prepared. Like if you know that you're going to be going back to work or traveling, get them used to being alone for like small periods of time and then kind of increase that as well. So that they get used to being in the house alone and they just see this as a kind of normal routine because if you're there all the time and you haven't really left them alone for more than like say an hour, then they're definitely going to experience that anxiety. And for me as a cat sitter as well, yeah, I go into the homes and um, Mm. I kind of see that because even like, like with the nervous cats, they kind of want to be around you even more just because you're, you know, they might, you know, sense safety, but also just a human presence. So you can kind mm. of see that. So, I mean, it's good to to give the cats some or dogs some space as well so that they can get used to being alone. 
Um, yeah. And, you know, if you did feel, if people did feel guilty, you know, that they didn't want to kind of leave their dogs or cats, because I think dogs need more kind of support than cats anyway. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. So to get someone to like just pop in, which I do sometimes as well, which is like just a drop in service where you can kind of um, just drop in on someone's pets while they're either like if they could be working a long day, for example, or they might be going away somewhere for work. So just to have that service as well um if somebody could do, do, do you offer that yourself i do i do yeah yeah that must so, be quite nice little little amazing. drive-by yeah little no, drive-by it's, it's really yeah. lovely and it's just nice to the the pets are so grateful as well because it's like they don't expect to like see someone maybe and then they see me and they're just like so cute they follow me around like, who is this i don't really care who this is i want attention yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly Ru- exactly yeah well, prior, um, uh, probably about like two or three years ago, I, I was really, I was really into uh, like dog sitting and, and okay. cat sitting. Yeah. Um, okay. I was, um, do you, obviously, you know, you know, borrow my doggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, so I was a member. A, I was a member of that, and I was also on uh, this other website called, um, I think it's called Mats and Kitty. Okay. And it's it's like a it's like a sort of um like a babysitter job for, yeah, for cats yeah. or cats or dogs and uh i i was doing this constantly and I get you know getting paid for it as well which is yeah. quite which is quite nice so looking after cats for like a week or two whilst the, the owners were on holiday um so i literally just go pop around their house basically and similar to what you you do you yeah. know just do a little drive-by little drive-by drop <laughs> drop the food off make sure they're fed and then leave yeah um, it's so cute I, I absolutely i absolutely loved it because it was just you know Little little tasks like that, you know. I didn't. I didn't have a pet at that time. Okay. Um. So um, it was kind of like my uh my escape, my little yeah. escape. Uh, having little animal that, fix. That, that little job. Sorry. A little animal fix. You know some. Yeah, my little more, animal fix. Yeah, they need. Yeah, they need a little that. animal fix. <laughs> I mean, this cute. this was pr- this was prior to COVID as well. So this, yes. is, you know um so this 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 is when we were kind of allowed to kind of like go out and go stay at other people's houses yeah. so I, I i actually i used to stay over um at the owner's yeah. house as well um which is quite nice and some of their houses were luxurious <laughs> <laughs> no i i know i can imagine um mm. it's so rewarding as well because um you know the owners feel so at ease knowing that their pet has been take like taken care <laughs> what am i going i'm going tongue-tied um <laughs> <laughs> no yeah the owners are so happy that their pets are being taken care of like so well mm. and um like i usually send little updates and photos and videos and people love receiving those as well because they might be on holiday or they might be like on a work trip and just to get those photos you know i i think it's so meaningful yeah 100% yeah i i used to do that quite a bit just little little updates yeah. You know, even if even if it's even if it's you know I'm I'm eating my dinner or I'm I'm asleep, you know they just love to yeah. see like an image, an image or a video of their of their little baby, basically. They do. Um, gives them their that little bit of reassurance, you know, that everything's safe back home. Um, 
makes their holiday even more relaxing. It does. It does. And they can just like go on and enjoy. And actually a lot of people have said to me, like now they feel like they can go away even more. Like that's actually a Mm. common thing where people don't actually travel because they just, they, they're scared about leaving their pet alone and and trusting someone. So there's a lot of trust. I think that you need to have with this job that, you know, the, the clients kind of trust you and um, they feel at ease to mm. kind of like book you again. Because like you said, it, the, the pets are like, you know, your babies. So they, they literally are. And like, yeah. I remember, um, I remember about three years ago, maybe two, two years ago, actually, um, I looked after a dog and it was a lovely, lovely dog. It was a mix between a, um, a German shepherd and a, uh, a collie okay and um she was gorgeous like i absolutely loved her we we used to go on so many walks around sort of uh, ballam area and clapham common um which is where i was living around the time and um and uh what what the owners didn't tell me though was uh that the dog's not very good in like cars or any sort of transport transportation so so basically, basically i went i um i ordered an uber i remember it was my sister's birthday yeah I was like, I was like, hi, um, I'm, uh, I'll be about half an hour just getting an Uber now. So I, I called the Uber driver and I said, look, I've got, a, I've got a dog with me. Is it okay if I, if it's okay if I bring her? He's like, oh yeah, no worries, uh, no worries. Yeah, thank you for calling. No worries. Yeah. yeah, is it a medium? Is it a medium sized dog? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's a medium sized dog. Um, quite a large dog actually. But I, yeah. I said medium. Um, and uh, dog got in the boot, and um, I remember I was in a taxi. And I, I, the music was going, the radio was going. Suddenly, I heard this, bleh, bleh, like in the back, in oh, the back, in the back. And I was like, I was like, what, what is that? And I looked back, and bless him, the the poor dog had like thrown up in the in the in the boot, and it oh, and it the, the the Uber driver had a one of those kind of like hard plastic casings in the in the boot. So this this sit was just constant like she she bless her she was just constantly throwing up and it was swooshing in the back of the car and i felt so bad so i i stopped the car and walked walked the rest of the way it probably took me another like 15 20 minutes okay when i got the car when when i got the car i said to the uber driver i was like um have you got any tissues (laughs) he's like why and i was like hmm it's a bit of a mess back here. I'm really oh, sorry. No. Um, I was actually, to be honest, that was actually the moment I got banned from Uber. I got banned from Uber for a month because oh of that that gosh. trip. Um, but I, I, you know, I obviously I knew it was my fault. But like, I, I really wish the owner kind of had said, you know, the dog's not very good at public yeah. transport. Yeah. Um, then you would obviously I wouldn't obviously I wouldn't have taken her if that was the case. Exactly. Um, it was it was a lot of sick in the back of the car, a lot. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Bless him. He he was like, um, "Are you not going to clean this?" And I was like, um, "No, actually, it's my sister's birthday." Bye. <laughs> so, oh no. But, yeah, so I just I kind of like dashed. Um, but yeah, after that, I I was banned from Uber for about a month. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I think it's so important for like. There, that communication with mm. kind of like owners um, and 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 people who are kind of looking after pets because there are certain yeah because that is definitely definitely something that you know someone someone should know about when they're looking after your baby you know yeah 
Yeah, no, 100%. There should be like, you know, a list of things that you kind of prepare, just the same way you would if you had a child to an babysitter. But yes, you you live and you learn, don't you? You live and you learn. And you know what? (laughs) My my Uber rating has only gone down slightly. Oh, that's good. That's good. So you can get Uber now. (laughs) Yeah, I can get Uber. Um, Yeah, just about. Um, what was I going to say? Yes. Yeah, so with your um, delivery, going back to the delivery driving, have you yes. ever had to deal with any kind of like abuse or difficult situations? Because, you know, sadly, I've heard like a lot of supermarket staff saying they've become the forgotten key workers. And that's really sad because you are really important to all of us as key workers. Um as listeners, what can we do as well to show kind of like our appreciation for what you guys are doing? Yeah, I mean, I I was actually, I, I still to this day actually, I'm I mean, I'm growing quite proud of you know what I'm doing, and um, obviously I'm on on the front line. But you know, I I see so many people every single day, and obviously everyone's different. Everyone's got their own lifestyle, but there is a lot there is a lot of depression out there. You know, lots of people are alone. They haven't seen friends or family for ages. Look, lots of very frail people where I've, I've literally dropped, dropped off shopping at the, you know, the front door. Yeah. They cannot carry it to their kitchen. They, they are that old and they're that frail. They cannot carry it to their kitchen. And I literally, I, I, my heart melts because I'm just like, are you, are you okay with this shopping? And obviously the lady's like, no I'm not okay with taking this in like can you can you give me a hand we're not meant we're not meant to help them out we're yeah. not meant to go into, into a flat you know just because of restrictions but I said to her you know <laughs> you will spend hours upon hours moving the shopping from literally the front door to your kitchen like people 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 are so frail at the moment and don't have any support with them yeah. um Bad. and it's so it's so sad that you know I'm I'm seeing it kind of face to face but you know, for instance, that that particular customer, I, I asked her, you know, is it OK if I bring it into your kitchen just to at least save you two hours of work? Yeah. Um, and she was fine with it. You know, I, I said to her, you go into the front room and I will um, I'll put this in the kitchen. So, yeah, we, we're at a social social distance. You know, I, I, I helped her out. Yeah, but little things, tiny little things like that, tiny yeah. little things. And, you know, what, what, what someone would just think that's normal it's it's a real difficult task for for an elderly lady and she must you know she must have been about 80 80 years old on on her on her own you know in a in a in a flat and um i was wondering why i was wondering why she took about 10 minutes to come to the door i was like is she in i was like ringing the doorbell i was like come on and i realized when she literally they could barely walk i realized that's when you know that people are really struggling out there and they don't have any support you know um so yeah working you know working as a delivery driver i see like obviously all all sorts of spectrums of uh you know clientele um but um you know it's, it's actually quite refreshing to see that because you you kind of go like it's kind of like um puts things into perspective you know mm. you go sometimes you think like oh my life actually isn't that bad (laughs) you know this person this person here has taken 10 minutes to walk to the front door um and yeah it's kind of um yeah puts things into perspective 
Yeah, no, definitely. Um, mm. What do you do to de-stress from work? So I may have seen a video of you singing and playing guitar and you're really yes. good, by the way. So can you tell us a bit more about that? Is that what you enjoy doing? It is, yeah. I've um, So I've been playing the guitar since I was about 10 or 11 and it's a, it's a, it's a great escape. You know, you, you fully focus on, you fully focus on the music. Um, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to kind of just escape from the world and, and, and play the guitar. So yeah, I, I de-stress, I de-stress with playing the guitar. I also love, um, I also love painting as well. So this, this lockdown period, I've, I've really got into painting. Um, I've actually painted Nigel as well. Inspo, my inspo ah. for painting. Yeah, so I've been doing quite a few paintings of uh, of him, um, and they're de- decorated around the uh, the flat at the moment, actually. Um, so yeah, I've been de- de-stressing with painting, like hobbies, which I used to do as a kid, and I never used to have time for, basically. Mm-hmm. And I've just yeah. I just, just thrown myself back into it. Yeah, and it's lovely. I love really? I love painting. Um, and if anyone if anyone used to do it at school or even didn't used to do it at school, I, re- I highly recommend just just getting a bit of paint, you know, even if it's black or white, and just dabble. You know, there's loads of tutorials online where you can <laughs> you can basically just cheat painting, and it look, and it's really you know it's really therapeutic, really therapeutic. So highly recommend um, anyone who likes painting or even wants to try it, just give it a go, give it a go. Um, so yeah, I do lots of painting to de-stress, and um, weirdly, I've been having a lot of baths yeah. as well to de-stress. Okay. I I I hate baths. I used, you know, I I can't actually fit in a bath because I'm six foot six. Um, <laughs> so I I kind of I've got to do half in, half out um, <laughs> in a in a bathtub. Um, but I've, I've been I've been having loads of baths to de-stress, and I've nice. got this got these really nice uh, sort of um, bath salts at the moment. So that's really nice, nice little muscle relaxer. Um, so yeah, I do I do that in the evenings basically when I get back from work. Um, and uh, ch- chatting to my family and friends. Yeah, you know, you got to stay connected. You got to stay connected. So lots of FaceTimes with my little baby niece. Um, lots of you know, FaceTimes with my you know, my mum and my you know my best friends. So yeah, keeping keeping in touch with people is a nice way to kind of de-stress as well. Um, get things off your chest, get other other opinions as well. So yeah, it's a mix, mix of things. Nice. So if by any chance a dream employer was listening to this podcast, can you tell us a little bit about what your dream job or aspirations oh. are for the future? My dream Joe. <laughs> um my dream that's a very good question. Uh <laughs> you know what? I've I've always um I've always loved like uh sort of theatre and performing arts. Okay. So I, I would I would you know I'd I would love my, my dream job would be like a TV presenter. Mm-hmm. I would love to be even like a like a kid's TV presenter, because I'm quite immature. I'm quite immature. My you know, I maybe <laughs> I may be 30, but um, my, I've got the mentality of a three-year-old. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I think t- TV presenting just would be right up my street. <laughs> like a CBBC thing. Yeah. Yeah, like CBBC, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so wake up, wake up in the morning, because I'm, I'm a morning person anyway. You know, hiya, kids. 
<laughs> Pike is a song. You know, I just, it, it, it's just, I just need it basically. I need, I need to be a TV presenter, children's one, obviously, because uh, I don't think the adults would like me. <laughs> oh yeah, no kids, kids love energy. Yeah, exactly. They do. They do. So now moving on to my favourite part of the show, which is pets. So can you tell us a bit about your life and journey with pets so far? Yes. So I I've always grown I've always grown up with with pets. I um I had a um a King Charles um growing up called Oscar, and then we had another dog Austin. We had another dog called Austin who was like a little terrier. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, so I've, I've always I've always grown up always grown up with pets in my in my life, um, and it's only in the past about four years where I haven't had a pet myself, as in I owned one, and and I really I just really miss them. Hence why the spontaneous buy for Nigel. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I literally I saw I I went on Gumtree and I immediately saw Nigel and I said, is is this guy is this little guy still available? And um, the uh, the seller was like, "Yeah, we've only got one left, which is Nigel." And he showed me a photo, and I was like, "Really? The one with the mustache? He's the last one left of the litter." And, I, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah." And I was like, "Right, here's my deposit. I'm coming tomorrow." And I literally went. I went the next. I went the next day and picked picked him up because I was so desperate to have to have Nigel in my life oh. and to have a pet. Um, yeah, I'm a massive. I'm a massive animal animals person. Um, I love. I love just like the interaction and the the relationship that you can build yeah. with a pet because it's it's obviously not like a human, you know, but it's it's more raw. It's more you know, it's it's a trust. It's a real trust relationship with with a pet, you know. Um, and getting little Nigel has just really, really, you know, helped my mentality through through lockdown. Um, it's it's a huge it's a huge positive boost um having having a pet around i think um you know gives you a reason to kind of get up in the morning and um yeah I, if, if anyone's out there who doesn't have a pet and uh it's feeling a little bit lonely and, you know a bit lost i highly recommend just getting a pet um cat dog hamster any like any any pet it's just a nice responsibility to have and um you know they they give a lot back yeah and it gives you a sense of purpose as well like something to wake up for yeah something to do you know you have to look after animals and there's there's so much to do mm. yeah i mean nigel's a so nigel's a house cat you know we, we don't let him out at all because um i went down to my local vet um not too long ago and that was no the, the whole window of the shop was littered with missing missing cats and missing <laughs> missing dog adverts. Oh wow. And I swear, I swear during this lockdown, there are people out there thieving these these cats and then selling selling them on. Um which is quite sad really. Yeah, um cool. and you know these th- these thieves and you know probably they're probably struggling to to thieve at the moment because you usually they can go into someone's house and rob, rob something but everyone's in their house at the moment because yeah. of lockdown um so you know they're, they're they're looking they're looking beyond that they're looking outside the box and stealing cats now you know it's it's literally the whole window is filled with missing cat adverts 
so, um, so, so Ni- Nigel, I wanted him, wanted him to be a house cat, but I wanted him to experience the outdoors. So, um, so I bought him a little, a little backpack. It's like a cat backpack. Um, yes. If you uh, if you go on his Instagram, uh, Monsieur Nigel the cat is his is his, uh, <laughs> is his tag name. Um, if you go on his Instagram, he's got um, he's got photos on there. But yeah, he's um, he, he loves his backpack. Like he loves going out, outdoors and like on little walks, only for like half an hour, forty minutes. Like not too long. So he gets he starts meowing after a while. But mm. he he loves he loves like staring at other dogs in the park. You know this because they won't they won't get to see that they don't if they're a house cat. Yeah. Um, so true. it's quite nice to kind of like let them at least witness it. You know, at a safe distance um because yeah. I'm, I'm i'm definitely not gonna let him outside i think nigel nigel wouldn't last an hour in in london on the london streets i don't yeah <laughs> he's uh he's not he's not very street savvy let's put it that way but it's nice that you you know get him outdoors as well because you know yeah. it is i think it is important for for cats to have some kind of access to to the outdoors whether it yeah. be, you know, a catio, which uh, seem to be more common these days, or taking them out on a leash or or in a cat backpack, yeah. which I think is just amazing. It looks really cool as well. Like it looks so, yeah. so millennial. And, wait, <laughs> and if you if, if you start them, if you start doing it as, at a young age, they get used to they get used yeah. to it, which is good. I think obviously if, if you get get a, like a rescue cat, he's obviously quite old. Yeah, and they will. Different. They will obviously kick off when they get put in a backpack or or anything. So, yeah. I think you, you you know start at a young age if you do want to take them outside. Um, but I highly I highly recommend it. Um, okay. taking them outside and any anyone who goes, oh, that's mean, or you shouldn't, you know, you, should, you shouldn't be doing that to your cat. It's like, well, no, actually, I should be doing that to my cat because you don't know the backstory. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's a house cat. But I want him to explore the outdoors. Yeah. No. I mean, and, and you know your cat best so if your cat is happy yeah. like we had the discussion just before we came on that that he would run to the the backpack which is just adorable yeah he i literally yeah when i get the backpack out he runs into it like, I, don't <laughs> to, I don't have i don't have to force him in he literally hops in and he's oh, he knows he's going for walkies wow. which is it's adorable um so yeah he's he's really enjoying our kind of like daily walks to to London fields and, and back and we don't we don't go far but yeah he he you know he loves the outdoors and um you know being a house cat I just think it's very important to to, to get outside and, and experience some somewhat you know the out the out the outside world yeah and do you ever get any reactions um from people when you're out with him in public oh my god loads really <laughs> He like I walk, I walk past people and they and uh, when when people are walking behind me, I sometimes turn my headphones down and I li- and I listen to them. They go, "Is that a cat in a backpack?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's uh, he gets a lot of attention in that backpack. He's um, it kind of looks like a spaceship because all you yeah. see is a cat is a cat head in a in a in a sort of right r- round window. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's he gets a lot of attention. He really does, and he loves like he loves just like people watching as well. So I'll, I'll the other day when it was a really nice sort of sunset uh, yeah. in London, I went I went to London Fields and we just perched there next to a tree, and he just loved like staring at staring at the the, the dogs and uh, and people walking by. Yeah. 
Um, and you know, he got to see got to see the sunset, which oh. you know he wouldn't normally he wouldn't normally get if he That's was so uh, at home. Yeah, so definitely um, definitely recommend uh, taking any sort of house cat outside if uh, if you do have one. Yes, one hundred percent. You mentioned that Nigel has some celebrity lookalikes. Can you tell us a bit more about? Yes. That? Yeah. So when, <laughs> when I when I got Nigel, when I got him, I literally thought to myself, not only has he got a moustache, he's got a little goatee as well. Like, I, I I didn't I was like I didn't cock onto it when he, when the the seller was sending me photos. I was like, oh look at this cat, it's got a moustache. I'm definitely buying it. But the goatee was just a just sold, just sold. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, he, so he looks like Johnny Depp, obviously, from Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, he's been compared to um, Borat. Um, basically, anyone with a moustache. Anyone, yeah. anyone with a moustache. Um, uh, he's also been compared to a, a, a World War II leader. Uh, I don't know if okay. I should mention his name. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, he's... Um, He's 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 just a great character. He's a great character, and lo- lots of people have been uh, yeah comparing him to to all sorts. Charlie Chaplin's another one. Charlie oh, yeah. Chaplin, um, yeah, anyone with a mustache. Freddie Mercury as well. Yeah, mm. yeah, he's he's had it all. And I, I love on your Instagram that you have those kind of photo comparisons as well. I think that's so funny. Oh, the little yeah, the half and half and yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I want to kind I want to kind of keep doing that. And just you even, should. Even just getting re- even just get random people like yes. just everyday you know joe blogs and just put you know get their get a photo of a mustache and have him next to it yeah like someone's dad or uncle and they will just send like a photo and then you can put them together and see what it looks like exactly exactly i mean yeah. he's um you know he's he's got a lot of um he's got a lot of energy as a cat you know what i mean like he's he's so he's so adorable like people warm to him so much um he was he was actually on the daily mail not too long ago. Oh wow! Yeah, he's on Daily. He was on the Daily Mail. Uh, someone did a report on him. No way. Um, yeah. So um, that's amazing. Yeah, that, that, that link. That link's on my on on well, Nigel's Instagram. Okay. Um, yeah, he's he he's obviously he gets a lot of attention. It's great, and you know he he puts a lot of smiles on people's faces, yeah. which is uh, which is exactly how I raised him. <laughs> <laughs> a little celebrity in his own right. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to have to start doing signatures. And I know, little nice autographs, paw prints. A little paw, paw, yeah, a little portograph. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah, no, definitely, I like that. It's a good mm. pun. <laughs> um, so now that the lockdown is hopefully going to be easing, do you have any like yeah. trips planned together or any ideas where you'd like to to go with Nigel? Yeah, I mean I'd love to um I saw this website where you can like basically instead of going to like a hotel you can do like a sort of cabin cabin experience um in like the middle of nowhere like wow. so I'd, I'd quite like to go maybe like Hereford or um, out out in the country, just get away from London, and you can yeah. you can basically um, it's like a almost like a boutiquey luxury uh, caravan. So they they they've got they've, there's loads of different variations of, of the of where you can stay. But um, nice, yeah. It's a really it's a website called it's called Can- I think it's called Canopy Under the Stars, and there's um 
it's just basically really quirky um really quirky caravans basically in the middle of nowhere and i'd quite like to just get out of london for a while and you know get get out into the peaceful countryside and literally just almost just turn my phone off and i'd quite like to actually bring nigel with me you know yeah. obviously i'd put a lead on him and uh, make sure he make sure he doesn't run off into the wild yeah um but yeah <laughs> It'd be um that that would be a quite a nice holiday towards like the end of summer maybe because and also it's it's uh, very socially distanced as well. Yeah, <laughs> being in the middle of nowhere. Exactly. I think a lot of people are looking for staycations. I think that will be, you know, very a, a popular option at the moment because people are still reluctant to kind of travel abroad right now. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I don't. I don't. I honestly don't know when it will be kind of okay to go abroad it was just everything kind of still up up in the air at the moment so yeah um yeah I think a lot of like a lot of holidays within the UK is just going to be it's going to be thriving yeah. it's going to be thriving um so yeah that that would be uh that would be my first point of call a little little get little weekend getaway with Nigel in the middle oh. of nowhere turning my phone off and just having some some me time that sounds like absolute bliss but thank you so much yeah. for coming on and talking to me today tom it's it's been so lovely that's all right and of course see nigel but lastly if the listeners want to find out more about you and your accounts online and of course nigel where can they find you guys yeah sure so uh if you um if you could type in monsieur nigel the cat um and then uh it's like an un- what's it called an under underscore underscore there we go yeah, yeah. <laughs> underscore as a, as a space one and nigel the cat with underscores um okay. but yeah feel free to get in touch if you want to um i'll be happy to uh happy to reply thank you and i'll be sure to put those links in the show notes as well so people can click and follow nigel the cat because he's definitely worth real guys he's so adorable and um i love i love the kitty backpack photos as well they're so cute well thank you so much for having me no thank you again and hope you have a lovely Mm. rest of your day bye